Peaches and cream and reality TV dreams, this ATLT is hot with rich, fabulous steam. From wigs to digs, the peach groves of Atlanta is where the shade lives. She's simply the best, better than all the rest. That's right, folks. Welcome to Housewives Heretics. If that's your, if this is your first time joining us, this is a show where a couple proud Marys uh, talk about everything, including what's love's got to do, Scott to do, Scott to do with it. Uh, I'm Josh, and this is. Kalindi. Oh, what a sad, sad week it's been. Sad well, week. But all honestly, I've been doing is crying and doing the Proud Mary dance so, routine over and so over. So what you normally do. Exactly. <laughs> my high kicks, getting it, getting my spins out, you know, just driving. Yeah. I walked into the bar on Saturday and I said, if anyone needs me to do a Tina tribute, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, yeah, what most people don't know is that we were, we are the cloggers in a Tina tribute van. So mm-hmm. um, we aren't allowed to sing anymore. They took the mics away. Uh, those are strictly locked up. How rude. But sometimes we get our little grubby mitts on them. I just want you to know. Uh, it's a sad day, but she did live a long, long, long life. So and glad not, to have her for so long. Yeah, a very long life. So long that full, in like full. what 2016 she was in uh with a kid failure yeah. and her husband gave her um a, an organ because she was going to do assisted suicide with because she's a swiss um yeah because she citizen. dropped dropped her citizenship here can't she blame said, her see you later i love a lady that is somebody that stands for them their morals because she didn't need to do that you know what i mean she mm-hmm. did that out of principle she's like bye Bye wig. Bye wig. Uh, uh, and also a lady who, like uh, Bethany Frankel, bloomed later in life. Uh, didn't get her start till later in life. So, Well, I feel like she got her start early, but she didn't get her mega start. You know, like she had to re- right. re-renovate herself. Re-renovate yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She but definitely she never always was like doing great. She yeah. never smelled like you. Yeah. Never, never, never. But once she dropped the bitch, she had to, mm-hmm. you know make her own she career because she gave everything to him in the in the divorce. She gave all the rights and everything to him. And I have to tell you, smart. Smart move. Just start fresh there. Just get him teen, away. If you're a Tina Turner right there, cut all the ties, say bye bitch, mm-hmm. and never look back, become a Swiss citizen and say bye bitch to America. I mean yeah. it all honestly her career was written by saying bye bitch. And that would have been her last song. Unfortunately it didn't happen. And bye bitch is a new album. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sing that album for her. Um yes. because she was simply the best. Well let's get into it. Let's get ready for some hard hitting news. Hit me with your best shot. Britney Spears has mended the rift with her estranged mother, Lynn Spears, following three years of contention amid the fallout from her conservatorship battle. She posted on Instagram, my sweet mama showed up at my doorstep yesterday after three years. It's been such a long time. With family, there's always things that need to be worked out, but time heals all wounds. And after being able to communicate what I've held in for an extremely long time, I feel so blessed we were able to try to make things right. I love you so much. Yes, so blessed we can have coffee together after 14 years. Let's go shopping afterwards. How sad is that? It is sad, but I'm hoping that this these little um, twilights of closure that she thinks she's getting will help her to get on a better path where she can start to heal. Because, you know, people just wanted her to be so better, and she has so much trauma. There's so much work to even do to be functioning this is a step where maybe she can step aside sidestep from anger and go into kind of starting to deal with things slowly because it's just such a hard situation that she's in mm-hmm. um i think i think you know we gotta i think we'll get her back people gotta really actually leave britney alone and stop judging everything that like she actually does. Like leave her alone you're a real fan Stop judging everything she does. And especially stop saying, maybe we were wrong. No, you weren't wrong. Exactly. She needs to be herself. Well, I, honestly, people act like this all the day, all the time. Okay, not but. that crazy. Not even do people act like that. The drugs that have done so much damage to her brain. What do you expect her to be like? Like, this is her fully functioning. Let her live. 
you guys did this to her for 15 years. Right. She was drugged. And it, it was like when you get out of jail and you're excited to use social media, she doesn't know how to filter herself. It's, it's sad. She never had a regular life. Like, I don't know what people expect of her. This is, I think this is her functioning well. She's not setting any um, fires in people's driveway. She doesn't driveway. seem to be hurting herself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and honestly, like, I I have heard that, like, she prefers to be naked. So, like, if she wants to be an Instagram nudist, let her be an Instagram nudist. The bitch is rich. She's not hurting herself. She just needs to express herself. And in a way, and honestly, it's better for her to do it away from the industry because she's so fragile right now. There's so many fucking succubi that are just going to come and try to hurt her again. That yes. She just needs to fucking be herself in her own bubble on her phone doing whatever she wants for a while. Yeah. Yes, 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 ma'am. Well, TV has been flush, I feel like. Lots happening. Um, let's get into some real time revelations. We saw the wedding. We Can we talk hair. about? Oh my god, better than the hair. <laughs> Nothing gave me the chills like Melania, aka Joe Judice, mm-hmm. dreaming. She sounded so much like Rosie, too, from backstage at that reunion. Why is Gabriella crying? Okay. She, she never cried. <laughs> she never cried. Why is she crying? I was like. Oh, God. Melania. It was so beautiful to watch and how close those girls are and how much they take care of each other. And honestly, if you watch Teresa with those girls, it's such a beautiful functioning relationship and family. They're Mm -hmm. honest with each other. They're kind they're very protective of each other um how families should be and you know to be in such a hard situation like those kids were and be taken care of says a lot about joe and a lot about Teresa and nono and how they were taken care of because there are a million ways where there could have been a lot of anger and resentment from people like melania but they have they have stayed together as a family even like even if they weren't in the public, you know what I mean? It's just, there is, there's healing that's happened there. And I, you know, it's just really impressive because, you know, they do still love and protect their families. And you know what I think a lot of that is, is I think Teresa and Joe took a lot of accountability. Absolutely. I I think that they were sorry. They apologized to those girls. They were clearly very upset that what, had happened and what they had caused affected them and their family. And I wish that other Joe and the, the gorgeous side could see it. I Absolutely. wish they could, because that's what was important in all this. Mm-hmm. That's what they don't understand. What's important is that you got those girls through and that these people still remain a family in the worst situation. And we should just be celebrating that. Absolutely. And how mature for the girls to still be on good terms with both parents. You know, no, absolutely. All of the mistakes with losing Nona and Nona. They behaved this way for Mm -hmm. people, for Teresa to be kind to Joe and honestly and pay his legal bills. Yeah, absolutely. You got to give Teresa the highest, but I have to say, I think Joe did take a lot of responsibility. And for people that were together for so long to go through something so terribly publicly to just be a family is so hard and mm-hmm. it, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of blame or I mean intense resentment of course there people are only human and Teresa right. will feel the way she feels but she still loves him I mean mm-hmm. it's it's it is beautiful and what was so sad for me was this is where it all goes wrong why the fuck did a Joe and uh, Melissa have to post on that day and like party? That's where it gets nasty. See, yeah. Like, well, you don't have to do that. And you then don't have to post the, anything. And then the after show, Melissa was like, it wasn't me, it was my cousin. Well, you guys both reshared it. Like, and, and come that, on. That is exactly why your nasty sister, Lisa, wasn't invited. Exactly. This is, why. This is exactly why, because they did that for years. So just because uh, Teresa's nice to them and cordial, that's what normal people do. Doesn't mean that they get invited to the wedding. This is exactly why. And you know, it's just ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous. There's no accountability. And there is no way that they can move on with this kind of behavior because it's too hard to try to be that mature. 
we're not mm-hmm. that mature. Like, I mean, as an adult, like, how can you not get make let that be mad? How can you continue to trust people when they act like that? It's just not worth it. The kids are grown up now. Like, it's just not worth it. There's nothing. There's no reason for them to make up. And so, you know, I'm excited and sad for the bye, reason. bitch. <laughs> but I am loving Teresa's hair that way. Oh, it's so good. Shoulder? I think we should go shoulder a little full time. Like I agree. Maybe just really give it, especially after that wedding hair. We need to see a little less. Yes. A little less hair. <laughs> um, I loved that Louie said, uh, like, when I saw the hair, it was it was a lot. It was so much. But she loved it, so she was beautiful. And I was like, good job. Good job. And what was she supposed to fucking do after she turned around? So I mean, you yeah. take out 1,500 bobby pins and redo it. <laughs> Yeah, she would have. The wedding would have started in two weeks. She had a whole hair of a whole Italian village on her head. Like it was shocking. Wait, Uh, she's always carried this show on her back. Now she's carrying the whole state on her head. On her head. It was. You know what? I could not. I don't know if I've seen a family where I could literally. Louis and his siblings. None of them look alike or like their parents to me. I couldn't see. I was like. This is like a perfect blending of two people because none of you look completely alike and none of you look like your parents. Yeah. That is sort of how this happens. But his family was so sweet. His dad's toast. I'm still struggling with a read on Louie. I think he just has intense anger problems. Yeah. And they they can't But so does be, Tree, you know? I, exactly. And she needs that. And she does need somebody that protects her. And and somebody she can listen to and trust. So yeah. I mean, I'm definitely still not going to be surprised if he ends up in camp too eventually for his shady business deals. But and, you what, know, and, and who would she be the judge? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like she went through prison, she can give him some pointers. Exactly, and I mean that's anyone on Housewives on any given day. So right, no, it is no. what it is. I guess. <laughs> you're you're absolutely right and um they're on vacation right now because they haven't started filming and i bet you they are deciding based off of the public reaction yeah to the reunion oh um, absolutely but i did see that um the wedding special got like second highest ratings of the season it was only second to the finale well, I'm sure people that have stopped watching still watch that wedding if they used to watch mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody's still, I mean, because it's Teresa's show. I mean, yeah. it is. So we'll see where that picks up. I do think that no matter what, it clearly needs to air out and everybody just needs time. Um, so I think that's we'll, why they're going to change the uh, filming schedule because they're going to push it back. And they should. Yeah, I, I actually would like, you know, for me, a lot of housewives, especially when we're in like a Jersey, New York mode, I like we need Christmas film through Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we need. I love a Christmas. Tree. And I think the holidays are so nice to see in those in those cities specifically. So agree. let's push it back, honeys. Uh, we are me and you are watching Dancing Queens. And <laughs> I have to say, I'm excited. I think these are characters and women and a new arena that gives me housewives, but also gives these women something to actually fight about that isn't manufactured. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, I think having something where they're just all involved and have to be there for the competition gives it more of an interesting, like Sabrina's a very interesting character that clearly could be a housewife. But They I all think could, I, like I think. Yeah, I, I like her better in this environment, and I am very interested. I'd like to take this show and see the younger set of women and the mm-hmm. older set of women. I want to see, this show has a lot for me that could really work, and this casting was great. These, these all of these women, I mean, I don't know, I don't know none of these women's names, except for Sabrina, but. Uh, but we I will learn them. them eventually. Give us a full yes. season. Yes. Uh, I, I agree, and I never would have watched the show without Peacock just auto starting you know how they just auto start a next show for you uh-huh and i agree i love it i think the women are so vulnerable i think the housewives need to take note i, I think that they're great i agree i the the story with the woman that you think reminds you of taylor armstrong who yes. um helps the kids with the special needs and has the son with the special needs yes is differently able is absolutely i mean i it has been a long time since the scene in television has made me like actually weepy. Mm-hmm. And this, the way that she interacts with her son is one of the sweetest, most pure, kind things. 
that I've really ever in the way that he loves her. It was just, it's, you got to go see episode two, guys. It's yeah. just one of the most beautiful scenes on TV that really is just real life. That's well, what people every day deal with. And, and not even just deal with, like, the no. most admirable way to deal yes, with. You know, absolutely. like, the way that she speaks with him with such dignity and respect. They have such a mutual respect and love. And the kindness, it, it, it really just... It makes and, you and, cry. Just, and, that, and, and it wasn't just the feeling of that conversation. It was the conversation. Yeah. That was just such a real conversation. You just got to go watch it. She's giving me a lot. And then the conversations pretty much around body shaming in the dancing world. Uh, it's just all very real and dynamic. And the lady that we haven't seen dance yet, the one that uh, embodies Cleopatra as her. Alter mm-hmm. um, Ego. Alter Ego who's just like a boss ass bitch who acts like she doesn't go run a fucking financial wing every day. I know. (laughs) She's like, Oh, I'm like, God, just watching these. I want to get back to casting. Whoever cast this, think of how you cast housewives next, because these are the kind you need to cast people that have something to do. I think that's what it is. These women all have jobs. They have a hobby. And when people just make the being on the show their job and their hobby, they they are become one dimensional. Yes. And we need people with real life. We need purisms. And people. people that can't like actually afford to be a housewife, and that we see they're using their housewife's check to make it look like they can, mm-hmm. and then it's unattainable and it's so forced, and it really does put so much pressure on their spouse and their family. Because it puts you in a bad situation financially. No, absolutely. I, I, I and I would the only the only critique I have for this show is I and I I want it from Housewives too. I want to go back to where we get a couple bit of uh, cost tags. They're giving it a little bit on the show on the costumes on the costumes, but I want to know exactly how much mm-hmm. people are spent because it's a lot of money. Well, and I think that it's probably specific for each pro, probably right. at a different rate and that kind of thing. Which, um, when they, they did kind of break down some pro pricing, and I'm guessing that was on the medium side or mm-hmm. even low, but I thought it was pretty low for how much they were charging yeah. the pros. But I guess your flight and everything's covered. But And your hotel, your incidentals, everything. Yes. Tomorrow, I mean, next week, we'll talk about um, Atlanta with the reunion we'll do yeah. that we'll do the next two episodes of atlanta which very exciting um i did watch all of selling sunset it was okay i thought it was better than last season um and then our, i, I want to hear your below deck i know you love sailing yacht you love some daisy you love some gary i'm really stressed honestly i'm in a really bad place with it right now like <laughs> that's why i wanted to get here because i'm having a little there's a little disjointedness for the cast and yes. I can't figure out exactly what's going on. Cause I actually, this is one of the better casts for me. For yes. Like I love a- Aisha, the chef. Yes. Love her. Um, and I like both the stews. They might just be a little dead behind the eyes for me. Yeah. Mads voice makes me crazy and it makes me mads at Gary <laughs> that he's going after her. Like Gary. he just he really just can't help himself. He's such a fucking idiot. Like it's Gary truly. I I think that I figured it out. Not a lot of people make me cringe when I see them. Gary makes me cringe. I think he's There's a love addict. Like that, I genuinely oh, yes. think he is a love addict. Like he needs he some absolutely is. when therapy. he was getting jealous. He's a love addict. He is one of those guys that clearly is very charming in real life that isn't used to being beaten. So a lot of that become, is competitive. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't him being jealous it, because he had feelings for Mads. It was him being jealous because- that She was choosing someone else. Yes. Yeah. And so um, I think he gets off on that competition. Right. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, and I've been getting so mad because I feel like Daisy is being, being mistreated completely. Yeah. Um, like when they had to have a stew and um, of deckhand go over to the, and then, and then they were like, Hey Daisy, we need one of your ladies to also learn how to drive the boat. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Okay, great. 
Okay. And she's like, oh, okay, great. Great. Uh, and then Colin, and then this, like, uh, fucking boat's put together with chewing gum. I, I'm, like, terrified every time I see all that oh my oil. <laughs> he is so impressive to me. I, I know. Love him. Um, but the whole triangle between Gary, Colin, and Daisy stresses me out to no limit because they all have real friendships. And that's why I think is more cringy for me this season because you know off camera there's all these conversations, especially between Gary and Daisy because he's always telling her he has feelings for her and she won't take him seriously. And you know off camera, like when they're actually hanging out like during the off season, she's like, you have to prove to me that you can not fuck everything that walks. Like, oh, there's an ant on board. I'm fucking it. Get but it I together. have to say, I see more, I do see more actual potential for like love chemistry between her and Colin. But something went wrong because they stopped following each other on Instagram. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure something always goes wrong. So something <laughs> bad. Because I said from the beginning, because but Colin always had girlfriends. So I was always like, mm-hmm. she should actually be with Colin. Right. That's the guy that you could actually be with. But at the end of the day, he sails all year too on right. his own boat. So he's not a realistic love connection either because he's literally like seven seas away from you at all times. So That's I don't know. That's true. I, I, I think it's kind of impossible for these people to like, you know, have real life if, yeah. while they're in this industry unless you were to just work together all the time. Exactly. So, yeah. Anywho, we will get into all the ins and outs. And I don't know how I feel about Atlanta, but I'll talk more about it tomorrow. Did you I, watch Tinsley's doc? I know it's other people too, but oh yeah, yes, yes, I did. I did watch. I did Queen watch. Maker. There's such a sadness for me, um, right? Because okay. yeah, I saw the sadness, and I do see that this the whole machine has clearly really fucked Tinsley up. Yes, I mean, I and I think. I think we need Tinsley in 10 years. Yeah. I think at like 55, she'll be ready again. I think she needs a lot of therapy. I and agree. you know, there's already the mess with Dale and her. And, and nobody realizes that like right before she came on Housewives, her dad died. Yeah. She didn't ever deal with any of that. And that's why she was drinking every day. And it doesn't help to live with Sonia when you have to drink brown and ice. And then she got. Of course you're drinking vodka. Yeah. And then she got arrested and yeah. lost some of her money. Like so, that's a lot to deal with. I want to see her married with like a five-year-old on top of the world again i agree that's that's what i told you i said Uh we want tinsley back but after you watch this you'll know we can't have her yet yeah but i do have this feeling that we could have her in a while eventually i want to thank andy because i think andy saw that yeah because i think it could have been very easily to move because i was like Give us the real hostess of Chicago. Give us one. Yes. And he kept saying that he would never do Chicago. And I'm wondering if he just wouldn't do Chicago with Tensley at that moment. Right. You know, I do think that there is a lot that goes behind the human that is Andy, Andy Cohen that people don't give him a lot for. He is the only person that personally deals with these women mm-hmm. all the time. And he is their go-to. And he talks to them and has real relationships. So I think, like, even the decision with Tamara was yeah. a good decision personally for Tamara. She needed a break. And I, I don't, I, you know, I know it's for the show, but I do think that sometimes Andy probably is like, no, we've got to like, they've got to stop for a minute. Yeah. Like Vicky no, I... too. Because um, everybody needs a break. Please get Shannon that. Everybody needs a break. I also have to say I'm excited for the Real Housewives of uh, the Roni legacy going to St. Bart's. But I almost wish because they got Alex McCord. I don't know why they just didn't do season four's cast and take them to Morocco. I know. I agree. Because that was the greatest trip, really. That was such a good trip. I mean, the one in St. Mark's was really good, but we're we're never going to get Bethany again. And that's what made that trip. If we were going to do it with this cast, we could have got Jill. We would have had that whole cast, and we just would have left Cindy Barshamp off. I mean, actually, bring her. I I would rather have her than Kristen. Yeah, same, same. I, I but you could have gotten everybody because Jill would have came. I Jill just didn't want to not get paid the same as everybody else. But she doesn't need to get paid the same as everybody else. <laughs> that is exactly what the problem is. Yeah, I mean, and especially for a full show, I don't care if she gets for legacy or whatever, or for right. uh, a girl's trip. I don't care because it's like a week. 
But for a real, you know, a full season of a show, when Ramon, you know, Ramona's the devil, I don't give her any credit, but her and Sonia have been on the show for a bazillion years. And you think you deserve 15 seasons of their income? I think if it's going to be called Legacy, I understood. I think she started the show. She helped cast the show. When you read Diamonds and Rosé, you give it all to Joe. <laughs> I mean, so give honestly, her a raise. I'm not, I'm not I against just, that. I, I just think, you know, I understand what you're saying. But I do think that if you're going to call it Legacy and you bring Jill, she should get what, to me, I think she should get what Ramona gets. I do. I don't, I don't think that there's any difference in what kind of story Ramona is going to give me than what Jill's going to give me. I'm and, just and, saying Ramona and Sonia's last salary jumping off uh, of that. That's you know true. I mean. that's, that's true. And I, 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 if they I got agree. a if they got a big pay cut and they were fine with it, I don't care. Then whatever. But I'm saying like you oh. guys don't deserve. See, I think that they should have all got pay cuts. Yeah, I, they, but I they wouldn't think do Jill it. Jill got off the last. I don't think Jill should have been making millions. I think for a legacy show, they should have all been making like 200 grand, easy peasy, pay the whole cast 1 million, they split it amongst themselves, and that's it. Because, you know, but that- See, that, that I but, agree with, but, but I, also, I don't like, think that's, that's how it's going. In the butt. Yeah. Jill wants to be on TV, she should have taken, and honestly, it's the best thing for Jill's businesses for her to be on TV, she should have just taken what they gave her, because mm -hmm. this, is, this is why she doesn't get invited back. This yep. is why she doesn't have nice things, because she's difficult. Yep. Because you're rich already. Take what you take. Like, come on. Anywho, let's get on with the show, folks. Let's get back, get ready. Oh, do you have anything else to say? Anything else to add to the no. universe? Get to our time hey. machine. Our hot tub time That's machine with Jude. Our hot tub Hey, Jude. Okay, <laughs> let's sit back, relax, and go back to October 22nd of 2009. Who are we listening to? <laughs> Three by Britney Spears. One, One two, two, three. What a song that never picked up except on my. And I love that song. Same. I thought it was so good. Song. I know. Just like, you know, that's what doesn't really happen as much. Just like a good single out of yeah. nowhere. And then you never hear from him for more months. You're like, okay, she just wanted to sing a song. Bye, like, bitch. Kept her, they bye, said, bitch. bye, bitch. I had a song. I wanted to sing it. Now I'm on vacation. <laughs> Uh, in the box office, we were watching Where the Wild Things Are and Breaking Bad. And then in the headlines, what was happening in the news? The Labor Department said Thursday that the new jobless claims rose to a seasonally adjusted 531,000 last week from an upwardly revised 520,000 from the previous week. Wall Street economists had expected only a slight increase, according to Thomas Rutner from the New York hmm. Bad wow. times for everyone. Bad times. Seems kind of similar, honestly. Mm. Um, in the fashion, we were wearing boots with shorts. Interesting. Um, the hoedown down, throwdown. The hoedown throwdown. Exactly. It's the Lev News. Uh, reps, uh, the, rep, uh, the rap star, Lil Wayne. Rap star, Lil Wayne. Uh, <laughs> pleads guilty to attempted criminal possession of a weapon. Uh, took responsibility. And, you know. That's what you should do. Yeah. Not That's have a weapon, but admit it if you do. Yeah, I mean, at least, I mean, have a weapon if you're supposed to have a weapon. Don't have one if you're not. Well, let's get ready for this finale, folks. Uh, this is a smoking, choking finale, and we ready for it. So we start off with Sheree and Dwight preparing for their fashion show, a.k.a. Sheree scrunching her nose and Dwight doing all the work. Absolutely. Oh, and the episode is called Catwalk and Cat. Oh, yes. Um, appropriate, uh, appropriate. Yeah, Dwight. I I have to say, every time I see Dwight do the work, there are very few people on this show, and I've seen a lot of wedding planners, a lot of planners in general, that don't make me nervous. Where I just want to go through the screen and push them, and be like, "No, I'll do this myself." No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. But Dwight makes me feel safe. Oh my god! Like he I is feel so like good I can sit back and have a charcuterie and be like, "Yeah, what he says." Yeah, he say, he really sees every single detail. He would and make sure we had our ice. He yes. would make sure we had snacks. He would make sure we had it all. He even and had I don't hair know what worried about. She, That's what I, I'm saying. Like, she can't do anything. Let this man do it. Exactly. Why she can't even get fashion. It's her fashion show. <laughs> I don't think he would have had them this time if it wasn't for him. No. And he literally and styled the clothes. Oh, he, yeah. Like, fit the models. He did everything. <laughs> And all she wants to do is get to the game. 
she just wants to be seen. Yeah. That's literally it. I mean, it was practically Dwight and Casey's fashion show. Yeah. They should have gotten to walk the runway at the end. I have to say, I kind of felt bad that Casey wasn't there. I was like, fucking bring Casey. She did all the fucking work. You didn't even have really any real drawings that were anything but hers. So, anywho, then we go to a conversation with Lisa and Ed. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, this is just uh, good for Lisa for cashing it on this paycheck and not really fucking doing shit. But this is where we get into this facade kind of of me not completely still understanding what this amalgam of Lisa and Ed is. Like, Ed Ed is thinking about a downsiding to Ed's old house. Now, remember the news we just read to you. Terrible time. It was the uh, recession. So they don't want to live beyond their means. I really appreciated this conversation by Lisa. Mm -hmm. It's probably what made her a bad housewife was that she absolutely understands how the economy works yes. and doesn't want to live beyond her means. She literally, and she lives by that. She was, and it seemed evident that she does at first. And I'll make more comments later. Um, because they own this house um, for a storage unit or something. I, it's just bizarre to me. So um, I think what happened, what had happened was Ed owned that house and right. lived in that house. and Beautiful house, beautiful yes. property. Yeah, nine acres, beautiful. So that was his bachelor pad. Right. Him and Lisa got married, bought this new house, got into it too fast for him to even get his stuff out. I don't think it was like they, on the regular, just leave home setting around. Okay, because I was like, if you were really good, like, why weren't you renting this house out? Well, because they planned on selling it. But the, because of the recession, they, they said it wasn't so they, a good time. So they just right. held on to it. Because he right. probably bought that house cash. With uh-huh. his first contract money. Okay. And so once he got married, they upgraded to the family house. Right. Okay. And yeah, that's I what. I just felt like if we were so good at money, we'd be renting this bitch out. Oh, totally. get a Good monthly supplement. But, yeah. but you're but, right. Maybe if they were waiting and they didn't think the economy, because sometimes you think it's going to hit back. You'd be mm-hmm. like, well, let's wait another month because when she sign a lease, she sign a lease. Right. And it, especially if they would need to pay for storage and stuff anyway, and they he had all this furniture he needed to go through. And it did seem to be a little further out. So when he bought that house, he probably had a house downtown too. Or yeah, or like something. an apartment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're okay. Okay. So, and I think that you. he probably paid cash. So our, there's no our, mortgage. Our, you know. Our, do you have your little blonde kitty cat wig on? Is this Susie Orman on the line? Yeah. Look at this. Meow, Susie Orman here. Call me up right now with your questions. (laughs) I love fucking Susie Orman, man. (laughs) Oh, God. I want her to talk money to me. Um, And then we go to Nene giving Greg and Brent the 411. um, Mm -hmm. Downloading them on the situation with Alan, Mel, Nell, and (laughs) Danini. Which is still a sitcom I want to see. Absolutely. Um, Mel, Nell, Alan, and Danini. Pitch this to CBS. Pitch this to ABC. We got to get this on our screen. We do. I honestly, just a show called Nini and Danini. Mm-hmm. I think there's antics to be had and um, fun to be seen. Um, now, but not in this scene. Not in this scene. So, you know, Greg is very protective of Nini. Yes. Um, he's a, he is upset about this. And it's a little, you know, she's she sees what's going on. Greg grew up in a normal situation, so he can't relate to this situation. I also think what part of the story we're missing is that probably a lot of other people in Athens have wanted money from Nini. 100%. And so he's worried that Alan is going to ask Nini for money. Mm -hmm. And that's either why he's coming forward now. Um, He's just, you know, trying to protect her. The way it was edited made it him kind of seem like he was going off on a tangent. It made it seem like an asshole. But but she, she... has probably been in this situation once, twice, thrice. Right. Times. And honestly, even even if that would happen eventually, these are the new steps. And right now, she's hurting so much. She just needs support. And he just needs to give it. And right. then if things develop and he sees warning signs, that's when you pump the brakes and say no. I understand it would be harder once she's already attached and all that. I get that. I'm protective too. But uh-huh. right it's now, hard. she just needs a hug. 
I've been on both sides of conversations like this. Yes. And it's really hard when you're in Greg's position. Yes. To not just be practical and just be supportive because you want to be like, yeah, I support you. But like, we got to know that there's a boundary here. Right. Nini's not ready for boundaries yet. She's just trying to process. Yeah. And then on to AJ and Candy having a Mother's Day cookout. Um, And then AJ's son, a sweet little Dre. Wrote a beautiful poem for Candy. Oh, was that um, the cutest? It was. It it was. It really was. And then and then I mean I don't know what was in the fucking barbecue sauce here, but then Mama Joyce took AJ aside and tried to make things better with him. I was like, everybody needs to go to this therapist. It was I the just, cake. <laughs> it was extra sweet. It was rubbing it was, up on her. It must have because I was like, this therapist did miracles because I've never seen Mama Joyce be this nice. No. I was like, she's drunk. Somebody roofied her. Uh, 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 Bertha? I think this was Bertha's doing. I think Bertha is is, uh, roofies Joyce all the time just to get her to be nice at events. We're going to need to see this footage. Right. (laughs) It was was little Ariana. She was the cupcake fairy shoving them down people's throats. She's like, we're going to be nice on a cupcake day. Oh, and then we go to Dean Pardue. Who, guys, I tried to look up. Last we saw Dean Pardue, 2012, Charlotte. He went there. I think he could be an interior designer now. I don't know. But I um I just wanted to know what he was up to. For me, I loved him as a little I love when they have just little people that they can actually talk to. Like we got I got a lot from Kim when she's with Dean mm-hmm. more than I do with other people. And you know, that's because she's half in the bag on Chardonnay, even now at eleven AM. Um, and Dean comes in in his full club attire, you know, a tie and a three-piece suit of course. <laughs> to dress Kim. And that little hat, that little sideways hat that I also had at the time. They were very in. Um, and so she's so excited to talk about her engagement to Big Papa. And he goes, now you need to be ladies who lunch. <laughs> and I was like, She'll, she's always been a lady, but she never lunched. She just drank. Yeah. Um, uh, he goes, and he looks at the ring and he goes, that's humongous. I could live in that. Uh, and I just thought of Kim in like a I Dream of Jeannie outfit yes. inside of her diamond ring. <laughs> I was like, don't talk too fast. She's going to have to start living off of that ring soon. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about that uh, bank statement that you sent me? Yes. Uh, shocking. Well, there's a lot of things shocking, if you guys haven't seen this, about Kim's bank statements that are all going to be released and we're going to be able to see them. That, first of all, that Kim is making $127,000 a month is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. I love that she's also spending $127,000. She's uh, spending $128,000 yeah. a month. She's spending it, like, <laughs> down to the penny. I was like, this is wild. Mm-hmm. Like insane and all that those gambling charges. I told you. I I can't. Also, I don't understand people that online gamble like that because I I just have to feel like it's rich. She's an addict. But like, go in person. Go to the slots. <laughs> she doesn't want to put on a wig for that. <laughs> she doesn't. Her gambling wigs are all dirty. <laughs> They're all full of scratch offs. <laughs> Oh God, it's that's just shocking, 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 shocking. I'm sorry, sorry to that wig. Um, uh, and Kim is blessed and just high. I think most of the time, not highly favored, just high because she just like honestly, she has no grasp on reality, and it's fun to watch sometimes. But when you see her spiraling, it's not you in danger, girl. You in danger, girl. And I, I hope she still owns that uh, that little house. I want to see her back in that. Oh, uh, she will be. They should have never moved, honestly. They should yeah. have been in that townhouse the whole time. She was probably in it last night because Croy called the cops on her because she wouldn't leave the master bedroom. Oh, was it last night? Yeah. Oh, wow. This, this hat's getting wild. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew as soon as they both wanted sole custody, and then as soon as she asked for a drug test for him, I said, this shit's going to be dark. Now, do you think it's really over? Or do you think yes. they're going to fight a little bit and then get back? I don't know how they could find their way back from the damage they're doing now. 
I mean, they're pretty destructive people, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Um, all, all, all she has to do is scrape up her legs, and then he can take her to the Bahamas, and she'll he'll forgive her. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's all you need. A little gambling, um, but if he ain't got no um, money to, for a little gambling, because mm. I, I don't really I think know, I want to know the real financial. Like I can't yes. wait for it all to break out because I think it's really, really bad. Like I, think I mean, they all over a million dollars to the IRS. Like I can't even fathom. I mean, we've seen their house go up for auction multiple times. It's it's very bad. I don't think that I don't think she's got a penny to scratch a scratch off. I don't think she does either. And I have to in thinking about it. I can't even imagine what that payment's like because I know one year when I served tables, I owed the IRS $3,500 and I went on a payment plan and I had to pay $150 a month and for $3,500. In a certain time, you I think you have to pay it off by October, right? Well, you have to pay it. You have like five years, but you can't add any more tax liens to that. Uh-huh. So like, but still, if I only owe $3,000 and yeah. $150 a month, is what they told me, not what I got to pick. $150 a month. Can you imagine what the payment is on, no. on a mill? I mean, we could do the math. No. And they math. still have a huge mortgage, you know? Yeah. What, and why do they have a mortgage? They said that they bought that house for $800,000. Because they renovated it because it smelled like Zouag. Um, and they put millions of dollars. Think about, don't you remember before that when she was renting that house and they put like hundreds of thousands of dollars in? From the woman that I thought was Tanya? Yes, yes I do remember. And exactly. And Kendra? And the, yes, Kendra. And just the landscaping. So yeah. she spins like she like there's no tomorrow. Always has. She, she has a private chef. Like... She just spends money on stupid stuff. Like, why do you need a private chef to make you chicken Alfredo every night? I don't know. Wig, Wig, like, Wig has certain demands and demands. And she was still eating out a lot to have yeah. a private chef. Go to Olive Garden. Remember when when Brielle went to get carrot cake? Oh my god! And there were no carrots. Oh my god! She was she was like, I ordered carrot cake, and there's no carrots. <laughs> Anyways, uh, poor Brielle. Poor, honestly, those poor kids. These kids have no skills or wigs or wigs. their names. They're gonna have to move back home. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of people she does pay for is astonishing. So um, I feel sorry to all those people. And, she, and she's also paid a stylist full time, Sean, for a long time. So like. No, you're right. No wonder they have no money. And I forget what reunion it was. Maybe it was season five and they were calling them out on like buying a boat and everything. And Andy was always asking them. Yeah. And she was like, I've got money. Honestly, that's going to come back to bite her. If anybody (laughs) has the time, please, please make a montage for me. I'd love to see all the times that Kim said that she wasn't worried about not having money because... Here we are, folks. Okay. Um, uh, And then we are going, then we go to the scene with Lisa. They're using the house for storage. We just talked about it. Um, it, It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful house. It's a little smaller than theirs now. But honestly, aesthetically, it seemed very much the same. Yeah. Like same kind of style. They have clearly have a lot of furniture and stuff. I mean, somebody needs to have a yard sale. Mm-hmm. Like, way too much stuff. Where's Kim Zolciak's dad when you need him? <laughs> I mean, has anybody else ever made so much money at a yard sale? I don't think so. In a he parking sold, lot with full-on furniture. He sold everything. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Okay. Now on to... Nini is calling Dwight. <laughs> to discuss yes. the Atlantic Station run-in with Kim. And it was uh, not pretty. So we have this split scene of Nene telling Dwight yes. and Kim telling Candy. And they had this huge blowout argument over Tardy for the party. And they both admitted they were screaming at each other. And they were pointing fingers in each other's faces. Nene says that Kim slaps her finger. And then Kim says Nene choked her twice. Um, And I think that a mixture of these stories is true. Yes. I also think that there is something that happens with Kim. I I, don't, I mean, I, I think if you guys go back and rewind when Kim's getting her wig snatched, mm-hmm. you can kind of see in her eyes, and I don't know whether it's all the Chardonnay, but she seems to kind of, like, not be present. She dissociates. Yes. So I kind of don't know if Nini... I don't think that Kim realizes how she uses... Her hands. Right. I think Kim as a person is a very touchy-feely person. 
and I can definitely see a the finger in the face, but I could see Kim grabbing on to Nini too mm-hmm. when it wasn't maybe not an appropriate time, and then Nini taking it the wrong way. Oh I, yeah, I, I, I think in both their minds, they're both right, and I think in the real situation they were they're both, both wrong. wrong. Absolutely, and, and I and I and I think that what's happening here is that Kim is not able to just see her 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 part in this mm-hmm. and nini is not going to take all the credit for it absolutely and she shouldn't and nini says their <laughs> argument was a 10 kim called the police and nini says kim has a personality disorder and needs to sit with a specialist <laughs> which i found aged beautifully because croy agrees yes <laughs> and and then nini beautifully says if someone brings out the worst in you you shouldn't be around them and that's so true yeah. i mean they, they you you will see multiple times even this season you'll see sheree and kim go back to each other go back to each other it, when sheree does worse than nini's yeah. ever done to her there is something about the way that those two people interact that can they can't be around each other Absolutely. or they couldn't at that time um and and a very honestly kind of similar to it to me it's even though it's different but kind of similar to a um after jill and bethany fought yeah um, where a lot of this has to do with fame and it very jacks taylor one of them wanted to be the number one guy in the group mm-hmm. that's what it was they both thought they were the number one guy and all of this just blew up but but honestly there was a real friendship there and so you know they both bring them both back bring them both with needs so, a job yeah they, she definitely needs a job and i want to see lanethia's lounge on tv mm-hmm. i want to see it all yeah and they had so much fun together i think that's what would make them tempted to make up and but I, then i can't remember how old Nini. I don't know how much older that Nini is than Kim, but I have to we all forget that Kim wasn't everybody else's age. Yes. And I think now that Kim is the same age that everybody else was when they started filming they could have a more mature relationship. Kim was very much immature. Yeah, because Nini's 10 years older, right? Because Nini's 55 and Kim just... 41. No, Kim just turned 45 I thought, because I thought she just posted on her birthday. This is what 45 looks Oh, I don't know. Maybe I thought she was maybe because we're we're on like season twelve of Atlanta. She was twenty nine when it started. Yeah. So I think I think she's only like forty one, forty two. No, she's forty five. She posted it on Instagram. That, In a mirror. She's a well known liar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see to that. That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, let me G O O G L E Google her. Um, how old is Wig? <laughs> Oh my God, you're right. She's 45. Well, because she ma- made a selfie video. And of course, I've been watching every single one to see moving boxes and to see if she's actually spending time with her kids and to see how many solo cups of wine there are. She really has done a lot to her face, hasn't she? These lips yes. are something. They, they are. They're something else. They're, you know, that's she's different. different. <laughs> that's different. It's Cynthia Bailey would say. Yep. That is different. And I forgot that Croy was so much younger than Young. me, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's only, he's eight years old. He's only 37. Mm-hmm. God, those two did deserve each other because when he met her, I thought he was 37 then. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. But it would be interesting. You know, she's going to get back on the show. She will be on a girl's trip. There will we will see more of Kim Zolciak because that girl gonna need money mm-hmm. and she can't get she can't be a gold digger like she used to unless she's gonna go out unless her and Erica Jane together and start doing twosomes with eighty year olds. Mm-hmm. So we never know. We never know that that wig is squeezing her brain too tight and where it leads her we don't know. Okay, so then we go to so they explain the whole thing together and then we go to the day of the fashion show. Um, Dwight is seeing everything, including where you throw your trash away. And he goes in and then there's, Sheree has gotten her way. She has a big screen up. But she's nowhere to be seen. No, That's the only place we can see she is on the screen. Yeah. And and he's not a fan of the screen, but you know, Sheree's going to get her, going to be late. Two things you can guarantee. Sheree will be late and eventually try to get her way. So, um... I think Dwight saw at that moment that he was going to have to, it is her show and he had to kind of, Sheree's one of those people that you have to convince that she's the one that has that idea. Yep. 
uh, instead of saying that it's your idea. Yep. Um, and then Dwight tells Sheree that she uh, that she needs to leave him alone and he'll basically take care of everything, but not to leave because he knows if she leaves, she ain't coming, she ain't back. coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, and if she's coming back, she's coming back real late. Like, real she has late. to go get her hair done, and Derek doesn't even have an appointment for her for like another hour. He's already oh. working on somebody. Well, else. he saw that tricky fringe bang and he said, You're not, you can leave, but you can't leave. Like, mm-hmm. you need to leave me alone, but you cannot leave. Um, and then we go to Sheree and um, Kim discussing the altercation and alterations of their relationship. Oh, no, Nene and Kim, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, and, and I I forgot that Nene introduced Kim yes. to Candy. And I it all really does come together because this what fucking wig did was twisted and snake-like. You don't have somebody introduce you to somebody, give you an opportunity, then go behind your back and cut them out of an opportunity. It yep. just really was, it would have been so easy. And then act like you to did let nothing her wrong. Do, to, for let her to just do the bebop, boobop, woo, woo, woos in the mm-hmm. background. Like, and, and Kim is just one of those people. She's a, a, a heifer with a wig squeezing her brain too tight where she wants to be number one, but tries to act like she's not that person. Yep. And Nene is kind of pretty honest about her one. You know, she kind of, Nene doesn't want to be number one. She just takes that spot. Like, that's just who she is. She's one of those people in the room that has that charisma that just kind of rises to the top. And Kim doesn't have that same charisma. She's different. She's different. (laughs) She's different. She, she has a great personality, but she isn't this personality that Nene is where it takes command kind of. Oh, and so I was, it was interesting because, you know, what's interesting to me is Kim's way that she kind of interacted with Nene. For me, if I had honestly just gotten to a fight where somebody had choked me two times, I don't know if I would have been that cool and nonchalant as I opened the door and turned my back to you. And it just didn't feel like she had truly been attacked in a way that she was making out that Nene attacked her. Right, she saw her light. Yeah, but it didn't seem like she had been. She was acting like she was like choking around. She saw the light. Yeah, that that wasn't the way that Kim. Because if that had happened to me, you're not meeting me at my house. We'll meet Mm -hmm. in somewhere public. You know what I mean? Like uh, there would have been a tension. The tension didn't really seem to be there, except for it felt like they were gonna. When it happened, I thought they might talk it out. I knew they weren't going to, but it felt like something where they had just argued. And yeah, and that's where I knew that Kim was exaggerating. Yeah, because I Kim is the kind of person that if you had really, really choked her, I don't think she would have been that cool about it. Like, and I do believe that she probably put her hands on her and around her neck. I just don't think she squeezed. Yeah, no, she didn't squeeze any tighter than her wig was squeezing her. You know what I mean? She's already got something putting compression on her brain all day. So I just don't think she squeezed her that hard. And I think Kim slapped her hand out of it. You know, I just think everybody was wrong in this situation. And we just probably also just kept going about our day, going mm-hmm. into Target and buying some hand soaps. Yeah. Uh, we all just needed a little lavender room set. Uh, bitch, please. Um, and then Andy, uh, Candy, Candy, not Andy, Candy and AJ are touring the Georgia Aquarium for the possibility of their wedding. Candy likes it, but wants chair covers. That's all. <laughs> like that's and there scene. you have it. And that's all that happens in that scene. I, it was a weird scene to put in there. And then we, and then finally, after much coercing blackmail and probably actual physical electrocution, Dwight gets Sheree to finally get her hair done by the team of hair people that Dwight already has there. Because Dwight has literally people in every room. He's yeah. like fucking motherfucking Santa Claus. Like there are elves. Like he's got a fucking, and you know what? I bet he's paying for this. He probably paid oh, all these he, people. He this comes up later. <laughs> yeah, I I thought so. And uh, oh, is this season three? When mm-hmm. I remember now. Okay, okay, I remember. Um, and then so he gets somebody to do Sheree's hair. She's convinced that nobody else knows how to give her a ponytail. 
She wrong. Somebody else gives she her wrong. a party towel. <laughs> um, Lisa comes to this party dressed as like a sex cyborg. I don't know. <laughs> she was like, she was like, so I dressed for the party. And I was like, did you? I'm the tin man, but make it sexy. <laughs> yeah. The weirdest chunky choker I've ever seen. I've never seen a necklace so tight and yet so big. Yeah. She's in an off, 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 off Broadway ver- um, production <laughs> of The Wiz. <laughs> Oh, yes, absolutely. And then, uh, and then, so Kim shows up. She's in the bag. Candy's there too. Um, and Nini approaches Candy and she, this is was a golden scene. Nini approaches Candy and basically goes, You owe me an apology. <laughs> and then Candy is in, in an interview goes, Good thing she doesn't get paid for thinking. <laughs> I was like, funny. Um, uh, and I, you know, I think that Candy had nothing to do with this and Kim just owed her apology. I think Nini felt betrayed. Yes, and I think that Nini thought Candy knew more of the situation than she did, if that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. And I think that that caused a rift in their relationship for the whole time. I think mm-hmm. that they, I think that this one little problem is why Nini and Candy could never be friends. Absolutely. To be honest, because they're, although, you know, sometimes I do feel like, I mean, Candy has good relationships. Never mind. I, I, Candy has so many people around her. I think it's hard because she has so many relationships outside of the show that I just don't know if she has time to invest right. in people on the show all the time. Um, especially people that like want to compete with her right you know what i mean like if you're not gonna have a genuine friendship and add something to my life i don't have the time to really like have a frenemy right no absolutely now i do uh, speaking of an off 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 broadway version of the whiz uh kim's sparkly louboutins are (laughs) beautiful they look like my uh, wedding shoes, remember? Uh, yes, I love that shoe. And I hope Kim saved that shoe. She's yes. going to need it later. They were uh, literally my Dorothy Gale shoes. They they were. And <laughs> uh, and unlike, you were actually dressed, unlike Kim, who was clearly just dressed for the mall. I was and like, how are funny, wearing to this? Because they talked about it. She talked about it with her stylist. And she's like, I'm going to run to the mall and get some capri pants to go with these. And she was wearing a wife beater, like, what your stylus yeah. is there and and a luann signature chunky necklace yes um and yeah what did he bring i, I was confused what he was there for i guess yeah he didn't bring anything just to talk he shit <laughs> yeah. he was just coming over i'm sure he charged her by the hour for that yeah. setting though um and so they dwight is like they start the show and Dwight is like behind the runway, like a fucking umpire or like ba- a, ba- a baseball coach, like doing all the signals. I didn't know what all this arm waving was, but it was <laughs> genius. Directing everybody. And I will say the clothes look great. Um, for uh, for her not oh, doing right. anything. Okay, yes, that's. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, I I mean. There were pieces that were really good. There were pieces that weren't. I did think that and this was of the time, so it's hard for me to critique. I thought it was a little overstyled, but a lot of jewelry was in then. Yeah, it so. was. What I was confused about was where they were all going. Because we had office looks, mm-hmm. so clearly those girls were going to the club. You mean that but, finale piece? Was that on an office look? Um, <laughs> No, I'm talking about the faux fur <laughs> panties Elle Woods designed. <laughs> Uh, and then we had a cameo by Ursula. <laughs> yeah, it was. It would snag the fabric, and it did. It snagged my eyes. That's for sure. It snagged somebody's wig. Oh, that's. Funny. And Ursula made a cameo at the end. There, it was just that a last lot. piece was heavy. That was a drag queen outfit, if I've ever seen one. I was wondering where Casey found all those appliques. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't see a damn applique in the drawing. Um, but from the off, they, off, off Broadway production of The Little Mermaid. And uh, absolutely, and it was interesting that we didn't use that last piece that was the one that was supposed to be done every season mm-hmm. as the closing piece. Right. Um, and was Sheree in one of her own designs? I'm not sure. No. 
I love that she never wore she by Sheree and Andy never stopped asking. Yeah. And I was like, bitch, just wear some. Go have somebody design you something and call it she by Sheree. Exactly. Um, and then, you know. Then, Where are then those it, samples? They were made for you. You can't dig one out and have it fitted. And it seemed like there were a lot. Like, it did seem like there were a lot of clothes. Um, Elisa, then comes the Tin Man. She doesn't think it's cohesive, and neither does her oil pen in the back. And he's like, ah, what were you talking about mine being cohesive? And I'm like, neither of you had good fashion shows. No. But I will say Stray's was better. Definitely. Thank Much you, better. Dwight. Uh, and I did, the clothes to me did look well made. Yes, they did. So, they, they did look solid. Yes, they, they did. They did. Um, and then Kim understands Sheree's pride because she also feels proud about things she didn't do, like the song Tardy for the Party. Mm-hmm. She also thinks that she's successful at doing things she doesn't do, have help on in any way. She's like, I understand that. Also, when Kim said that it was the scariest thing that she's ever done to sing Tardy for the Party, um, was shocking to me. I was like, wow, you've had a really fucking easy life, haven't you? Mm-hmm. It was the scariest thing that you've ever done was wow. go be auto-tuned <laughs> to cry in a black closet with a prairie dress on i know that's terrifying but um <laughs> clearly like childbirth i don't know I, who knows she forgot about those years when she was pretending to be a nurse with brown hair mm-hmm. uh she left those back in where was she from connecticut connecticut also you know how did they all end up in georgia why is her whole family here and she's from... Does Kim have sisters? Oh, no. I think she's an only child. No, she has a brother. She has a brother. Oh, okay. I remember the brother. Yeah. I like the brother. Yeah. He seems like a normal, well-adjusted person, but, you that's know... probably why they don't speak. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay, so then we get the updates. So, Elisa's update. Closet Freak will be in upscale stores in the fall. Allegedly. I added that. Lisa and Ed are co-writing a relationship book with Silex, and they are still not pregnant, but having fun trying. You skipped Sheree. Oh, sorry. She by Sheree was presented during Fashion Week in NYC. Sheree is now producing her own line of exercise videos. She continues to build her empire. I didn't remember her doing exercise videos when we were talking about donkey booties and stuff. It never happened. Okay, got it. Oh, we were talking about uh, fake ass booties when we were talking yeah. about Stray. Even though she does have a killer body and should have, that, that's the lane. That's she what she should have done. Yeah. That's what she should have done. That she should have done. What she should have done. What you should have been doing was um, uh, WAG's divorcee videos mm-hmm. where you get the wife and girlfriend of uh, athletes. Um, and how to have a beautiful body while your husband works. Yep. That's what she should have done. Um, and then we go to Can- uh, Candy. And it said, Candy and AJ broke off their engagement non- not long after AJ passed away unexpectedly. And Candy has thrown herself into her work. And her new album is about to drop. So sad. So sad. And then Wig. Tardy for the Party <laughs> hit number three on the iTunes dance chart. Thanks, guys. Yes, seriously. Kim is looking for her next one-hit wonder. Big Papa has yet to set a wedding date or get a divorce. Does Kim understand what the word one-hit wonder means? No. Does she understand? looking for another one-hit wonder. Just like she got engaged to a man who is already married. Right. And by that, you mean uh, the woman that dated Danielle, DJ Tracy? Yes. What, what, wait, they both had this different, different lesbian lover, DJ <laughs> What a strange parallel. What a so trope. close to you. <laughs> so close to you. And the kids in the back go, G-O-O. Oh my God, Kim and Danielle should get together. Oh now God. that's that's a bucket of crazy that can only be filmed for one season and needs to be filmed quickly. Let's put them in a house together. Maybe Danielle one episode. I don't even know if we'll get a whole season out of them. I don't know. I think Kim would end up and there would be a wig and a panini. I don't know how that would end up. But something would happen wild there. But I would like to put that those two crazy people. Also, I would like to see Danielle on a girl's trip. 
Oh God! Speaking of Panini, what's Nini's update? Uh, 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 Nini, Danini, and Panini are starring in a new version of Three Three's Company. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and uh, <laughs> Nini says, "I hope Kim and Candy and Tardis and the Party go jump in the river and drown." <laughs> I just wrote that down. Um, uh, Nini has not pursued pursued proof of her paternity any further. She is on a tour promoting her book, "Never Make the Same Mistake Twice," and she is still a gay magnet everywhere she goes uh-huh Boop. who are your saint and sinners well my saint had to be co had to be to casey and dwight for mm-hmm. getting the fashion show Dwight. um that it just had to be yeah and then my sinner had to be um kim having over dean purdue to style her and her showing up in a white theater to an event Absolutely. What about you? My saint was also Dwight. And my sinner was Ike Turner. A sinner for the nations, the the ages, (laughs) the eras. Uh, We all hate you, Ike Turner. (laughs) And good night. Bye, bitch. (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week with a special guest to go over our reunion at large. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim is also missing at large. If you see her, please report her to the <laughs> authorities. <laughs> Love you. Amen, bitches. Say bless y'all. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen, bitches. bitches.